Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I genuinely hope the tips, tricks, and information we share will be your catalyst for change. I'm your host, Lauren Heiser. It's time to dive in. Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. Today, I'm your host, Lauren Heiser, just like every other day, but I am alone today talking about our Happy Healthy Strong tips of the week. I honestly love these ones because I just get to go off and rant on a topic that is current in my life or something that I'm pretty passionate about. And hopefully these happy, healthy, strong tips are something that you can just implement right away and jump in on and start to apply. So let's dive right in. Today is all going to be about the mind. And there are many things we can focus on and aspects that, that we can add into our life to have a happy, healthy, and a strong mind. This could honestly be like a seven-part series. And so today I'm just going to really brush the surface and hopefully there are ways to, to dive deeper into this. But first off with the happy aspect, happy so relative when you think about it. Like, what does it actually mean to be happy? And so to me, if my ultimate happiness would really just be peace because when you have peace in life, there is no opposite to peace. There is no, it's, it's, it's black or white. You have peace or you don't. And so a goal would be to find peace in everyday life, in the, in the small moments, in the big moments, when stress hits, just to be able to, no, no matter the environment or the circumstances within your own mind, which let's be honest, you spend most of your life in your mind. So I hope it's enjoyable. I hope it's a place that you like to be because you are never without it. We cannot go three seconds without having a thought. And a lot of times those thoughts are unfiltered. They're thoughts that we do not control. They're thoughts that we are not able to take captive because it's not something we practice. And that's something I'm going to get into uh, in this episode. So happy, I think, has to do with one, you being aware of what doesn't make you happy. So if you don't know what thoughts you have or what situations you encounter or what emotions or feelings you experience that take away your happiness, that steal your peace or your joy, then how can you strive for something better? How are you able to find happiness if you don't know what in your life is taking away your happiness or making you not feel it? So in order to do that, you have to have awareness. You have to have awareness of the thoughts you have on a daily basis and your physical and mental reactions to said thoughts. Example, let's say you're scrolling Instagram and you're you're looking at stuff and all of a sudden you, you come across a picture and you feel an emotion of, I'm not enough. I, I feel depressed. I feel sad. I feel down. And sorry, that the thought that that would be maybe I'm not enough. Maybe it would be doubt. Maybe it would be insecurity. So a trigger occurs with the action of scrolling Instagram. And then you have a mental response. You also have a physical response. Maybe that pit in your stomach maybe getting kind of like dry mouth, heart starts to race, or you just start to feel kind of nauseous. Um, Feelings, emotions create physical reactions within the body because they're changing the chemical structure of your brain and they're sending different chemicals throughout your body and hormones, which cause physiological responses. So take note of that. 
your body tells you things for a reason. And when we ignore things, that's when thoughts go unchecked. And that's where we spiral into bouts of overwhelm, anxiety, depression, apathy, all these things that are the exact opposite of having peace. So if you want a happy mind, you have to know what doesn't make you happy and start to strategically prune and cut those things out of your life. Ask yourself questions like, how does it feel in my head on a daily basis? Start to look at the situations that you're in and what situations cause feelings that you don't like and what situations cause feelings that you do. For me, working out is something that automatically I feel like my brain fog is gone. I have a clearer mind. I'm more focused and ready to kind of attack my day, meetings, whatever projects and tasks I might have. I feel energized. So that is an event, a behavior that is associated with peaceful, joyful, or happy emotions in my life. And therefore, my mental state before working out, during, and after is a good, positive mental state. Conversely, if I sit on social media or if I allow a single toxic thought to spiral into a negative thought pattern, that situation doesn't make me feel very good. If I talk to uh, someone that has an opinion on something on me and those opinions are being pushed on me and they're not really true and I choose to embody them, again, it's a a choice. I let those thoughts take hold. I let them spin around. I don't feel good in that moment. So I can know, hey, it doesn't feel good up here in my mind when I allow myself to fixate on this negative thought that really holds no value to me. It's not one of my own. It has no truth. It's someone else's thoughts or judgments on me, and I can choose to accept that or not. So you really need to start to take notice of behaviors that you do that are telling you you don't like what's inside your mind. You don't feel happy with what you're doing. If you're trying to escape things, whether that's through food or activities or shopping, just these kind of negative behaviors that don't add fruit to your life, they take away, that's another warning signal that something else is going on below the surface. So really just look at how you feel on a daily basis. Look at what thoughts you're having. Look at what behaviors you are acting out and ask yourself, are those in alignment with the life I want to create? And if not, you probably aren't having happy thoughts. And so you need to uh, start to take note of that and ask and really just just be aware of what's going on so that we can then take action. And that's going to be the second part here. So if we want to take our mind and make it healthier, make it a happier place, then we need to have some practices that we can do to train it. The first thing is going to be taking a 90-second pause. So anytime you're in a situation and you have to respond to someone else, it's going to be very helpful if you're able to take 90 seconds to soak in what's happening and then respond. Instead of responding when emotions are high, when chemical signaling is popping off in the brain, when your neurons are firing because it's processing what just happened to you. You had an altercation with someone at work or, you know, a, a, a family member or a friend, someone you love says something really hurtful that really hits deep because maybe they know a triggering thing in your life and for whatever reason they decided to use it against you. Heaven forbid that happen. That is going to trigger a spiral of physiological response, a biological response, an emotional response, and you have to, in a split second, deal with all of that. So you really want to make sure that you give yourself grace and space to take 90 seconds to allow the wave of response to wash out so that you can actually respond level-headed. Too many of us just act. 
We just respond and we don't think about what we're about to say, or we don't think about how we truly feel. And we take that initial reaction, that initial feeling, which oftentimes isn't always the truest feeling. It's a feeling to a feeling to a feeling. And so we have to take time to unravel, peel back the onion to see what the true reason is that we're feeling a certain emotion or a certain way to respond. The second thing you can do is take a 10 second pause. So if you don't have 90 seconds, because that'd kind of be awkward if someone like asks you something and you take 90 seconds to respond. But I will say, just side note, added tip here. Too often in society, myself included, we're scared to let there be white space. See, that was awkward, wasn't it? But in all reality, that gives you time to catch up on what I just said for the past 10 minutes and start to process some of it. In a conversation, you can do the same thing. It's okay to create some space. You might feel insecure about that, but in the grand scheme, the other person you're talking to probably isn't even noticing because their mind is going a million miles an hour and they're having a bajillion thoughts and dealing with their own stuff. So don't be scared to take a pause, to take a second. So this 10-second pause. This I have taken from um, Caroline Leaf. She has written a series of books, but the one I particularly um, love and that I'm, I'm using kind of notes on for this talk is uh, me- uh, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. And she has created a system for how you can daily train your mind and it's mind management techniques. And so this 10 second pause is where you breathe in for three seconds and you just say the words in your mind, think and feel, think and feel, think and feel. So you breathe in, whole time I'm doing that, I'm saying think and feel, think and feel. I find that thoughts pop into my mind and feelings I feel in my body as I'm doing that. And then I breathe out through my mouth and I choose to react in a certain way. So it's you taking ownership and taking back the fact that I am not going to be reactive to this person. I am going to internalize what's going on and choose to respond in a certain way. Not react, but choose to respond because I'm in control of my emotions and my responses. Nobody can ever make you act a certain way. They have influence They put stimuli into your environment, but at the end of the day, we all have a choice on how we are going to respond to something. So initiate this 10-second pause, and that is not strange in a conversation. If you say the word choose, that's kind of weird. Um, That is what what Dr. Leave recommends, but that's in your own practice on your own to kind of prepare for certain things that you can do for mind management. But in the moment, it's just in for three, out for seven. And at that point, You actually send a chemical signal in your brain that is a healthier state in which for you to make a choice and to respond. So that is a super simple practice that you can implement any time of the day. And it kind of has to do with pausing and doing deep breathing when you feel stressed. All of these are good. That one, you're just putting words with it and you're reminding yourself, I think this and I feel this right now, but I'm going to choose to respond how I want that will best help the situation, that will help me make sure I'm building a happy, healthy, strong mind. So on to the last one, strong. You need to manage your mind. Just like you manage your body and you manage your stress and your finances and your relationships and your training, having a strong mind means you have to train your mind. And so each of these, if you're not following here, they're building on each other. And so all of these things are going to help you be happy, healthy, strong in your mind. But they kind of, each one makes the other one make more sense and gives it more substance so you can actually do something with it. So for the strong step of managing your mind, you need to ask, answer, and discuss what you're 
feeling, what you're experiencing, your emotions, your behaviors, and whatever thoughts you're having. So for that happy step to take captive your thoughts and become aware of what's going on, that's step one, just to realize it's there. But then to strengthen your mind, you need to ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Ask yourself, why am I doing this when I didn't do this a month ago? Or why am I feeling anxious today when four days ago I felt very peaceful and very good? You ask yourself this question, you pose it, you answer it in your mind, and you could just say stress, right? That's an answer, but we need to expand on that. You need to keep digging, keep keep allowing your conscious and subconscious mind to flow together so that you can talk through these things and discuss it in your head. Think about like branches of a tree and it's and it's an initial thought of, okay, I am feeling anxious and I feel nauseated. Cool. Okay. Why? That's the ask. I'm stressed. Okay. So you answered and then you need to discuss that. Stressed because I'm allowing too many things to come into my life. I'm not setting boundaries. I'm not saying no when I need to say no. I'm not being very clear on what I actually want and what I'm working for. So I'm working for all these different things and therefore I'm getting nowhere and I feel anxious. That whole process takes approximately 20 or 30 seconds and it then allows you to take action. So awareness is nothing without action. You need to work through your thoughts, dissect them, examine them. And by doing that, it protects you from yourself. It protects you from allowing those thoughts to take root, to take hold, to ruminate, to change the neural pathways in your brain, to becoming a habit and a way of thinking. A thought can happen. That doesn't make it inherently bad. What makes it bad is if it overpowers you, if it's in control and you're not in control. So you want to almost look at them like they're, like they're lightning bugs in a glass jar and they're just floating around and you can observe them and you can appreciate them, but you can also open the jar and let them go. You don't have to keep them. You don't have to continue to ruminate and examine them and you don't have to touch them. They're in the jar. There's a protective, there's a protective layer between you and the thoughts. Now, good thoughts, happy, healthy, strong thoughts that will build you up, you want to let in. So as you're examining these thoughts in a glass jar, you can either validate them, which means I'm, I'm still not touching the lightning bugs. I'm just looking at them and I'm saying, that is a lightning bug, validated, true. I agree with that. Or you can validate and accept them, which means I'm going to validate it. I can open the jar and maybe I can let the lightning bug crawl onto my finger and I'm holding it. Now I'm interacting with it, making it a part of me, internalizing it, embodying it, becoming in alignment with it completely different than invalidating the thought and rejecting it. So that would be, that is not a lightning bug. I want nothing to do with that. That's actually a spider and I'm going to let that thing go. So there's really three options as we go through this strong section of managing my mind, managing the thoughts I have. I need to ask, answer, and discuss the thoughts I'm having. Then I need to decide, take action on them and decide what to do. I validate, I validate and accept or invalidate and I let it go. So all of this helps you begin to uncover kind of your perspective around that thought because as you take action on it, you have a reason for that. There's a reason you want to invalidate that thought and push it away. Similarly, there's a reason you want to accept it and take it in. And that has to do with your perspective overall on the thoughts that you're having. So you can picture this analogy of a tree. 
And the branches and leaves of the tree are your behaviors, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. It's the substance of you that people see externally. But when you come in closer to the tree, you have your perspective. And that's something that people may not know unless you choose to share that with them. But it's kind of the essence of the tree. The trunk is the perspective. And the trunk holds everything together and allows behaviors and feelings and emotions and all these things to grow from you. But they only grow if they have roots. And so the roots are really your origin story. Your origin story is full of memories. So back to my earlier example, scrolling Instagram and I see some picture that makes me feel doubtful, self-conscious, disappointed in myself, shameful, something that I'm not enough. Those, that, that thought trickles all the way back to my perspective on myself, my perspective on the behaviors I'm having or the medium that I am interacting with. And that all relates back to my roots, which are my origin story and my memories. So maybe I have a memory of, let's say it's a, a picture of someone who's super fit and has a six pack and is, you know, rippling arms and whatever. And for whatever reason, I want that, but don't have it. And so I associate my self-worth to that picture. That's my perspective. And then I choose to feel whatever way. Those are my leaves and branches. My origin story might be having someone in school fat shame me as a child. You're a little chubby for that, whatever. Or you could be more athletic. You're, you, need to, you need to work on that. Um, and that those memories create this origin story of I'm not enough or my worth is related to how I look on the outside. And so you can see the ripple effect that this has. And if you're able to go back to the top and know your warning signals, to choose to have happy thoughts by being aware of the things that don't make you happy, then take action on those to manage your mind, to manage your thoughts, not let them run rampant. It's no excuse that I just have anxiety and I'm always overwhelmed by it. It's because you're not taking a second to pause, think and feel, and choose how you want to respond. Choose to take action. Choose to avoid situations that cause you to spiral. Insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. If I keep going back to that Instagram page and looking at those pictures, I will continue to have those feelings and those thoughts. Instead, I need to close the app. I need to put my phone down and I need to reflect on the fact of why. Why ask? Why am I having that thought? Answer. Because I experienced this, this, and this and discuss. And that has resulted in me continually having these feelings, unchecking them, and then spiraling into feeling bad about myself, not taking action, not making changes, and then repeating the process all over again with another interaction or another stimulus. So overall, it's not hard to create happy, healthy, strong thoughts, happy, healthy, strong mind, be mentally aware. It just takes repetitive practice. It takes you committing to five minutes a day to do this type of process and if you're curious on, on more about this, I highly recommend looking up the NeuroCycling app. Dr. Carolyn Leaf has an app for this, and she takes you through it step-by-step. Step. It's something that I do. I'm in the process of it. I'll share with you guys how it goes by the end. But every day, it's about you know five minutes, and you go through all those steps that I just talked about and start to build your tree, which gives you a deeper understanding of you, which allows you to bring your authentic self to the table and to be in more control of how you feel on a daily basis so that you're managing your mind and you're creating a life in which you can be happy, healthy, strong because 
majority of your life is in your mind. And if it's left unchecked, it can manage you. Instead, you want to make sure that you're managing it. That's all we have for you today. If you have questions, want to chat, or are interested in seeing what we're up to between episodes, head over to Instagram and follow at lauren.rxtn and at oakstrength. Together, we are two companies committed to elevating your health and fitness. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who wants to live happy, healthy, and strong. If you really liked it, subscribe and review our Happy Healthy Strong podcast on iTunes. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.